the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. God sent his only son, his sinless son, to die on Calvary's cross for you and me. Because of Jesus' sacrificial death, the gift of eternal life is available to anyone who chooses to receive it. Without the shed blood of Jesus, there would be no redemption for our sins. The Bible tells us that there is no salvation in any other. Without his selfless sacrifice, we would have no hope and no victory. Praise God for the gift of salvation and everlasting life. Listen in with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. We have gathered ourselves in the house of God to worship you in spirit and truth. Thank you that the spirit of God and the outward manifestation of his presence. Thank you that we have assembled ourselves to worship and to bless your name that is above all names. Help us to hear the word, to be still, to not be a distraction. You have purpose and cause for us to be here today. And may we not miss what you've brought us here for. Help us to know that we're not here by accident. You have ordered our presence before the foundation of the world was even laid. And we thank you for what you're going to do as you speak to our hearts now. In Jesus' name. And all God's children said. Today we want you to turn your Bibles, open your Bibles to Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 through 14. Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 through 14. And, and then you'll skip down to verses 19 through 22. And there you'll find these words. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. And you who once were estranged and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death, in order to present you holy and blameless and irreproachable before him. And from this great passage of scripture, we want to preach a two-part message entitled, The Necessity of the Shed Blood of Jesus Christ. The Necessity of the Shed Blood 
of Jesus Christ. We hear sermons today on love. We hear sermons on grace. We hear sermons on mercy, peace, forgiveness, and how to live the victorious Christian life. But I pose a question to you today. When was the last time you heard a sermon on the blood of Jesus Christ? In many pulpits, pastors are preaching a political gospel, a social gospel, a gospel of prosperity, a gospel of positive thinking, a seeker-friendly gospel, and motivational messages, just to name a few. But what we need today are spirit-filled preachers and pastors who will preach the bloody gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. As we mature in our walk with the Lord, we will have a deeper appreciation of the blood of our Savior and not underestimate or neglect what his shed blood did for us on the cross. It is highly possible to get so caught up in doing the work of ministry that we lose focus on the blood which paid the price for our sins. The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is the significant and foundational doctrine in the Christian faith, and it is the heart of the gospel. All animal sacrifices offered in the Old Testament were pictures, types, and shadows leading to the ultimate sacrifice, who is the Lord Jesus Christ. We must not only preach the blood of Jesus Christ, but we must take the blood of Jesus Christ very seriously as we live the Christian life to the glory of Almighty God. Why is the blood of Christ so essential? Why even a sermon on the, on the necessity of the blood of Jesus Christ? Why? Is the blood of Christ so necessary? Number one, the blood of Christ is necessary because Jesus came to earth to become flesh and blood to save us from our sins. He came to earth to become flesh and blood to save us from our sins. Matthew chapter one, verse 21 says, and she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. Jesus didn't come to save the tree. He didn't come to save some endangered species. He didn't come to save the owl or the frog or some cat. He came to save people created in his own image from their sins. We must be mindful that in heaven, before the incarnation of Christ on earth, He had no flesh and blood. This is what makes the virgin birth so essential to the Christian faith. Those who believe that Jesus was born as God in human flesh to shed his blood for lost humanity will be transferred from the power of darkness and from the power of Satan into his beloved son's kingdom. Colossians 1.13 says, he has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. So the blood of Jesus is so essential because Jesus came to earth to become flesh and blood to save us from our sins. 
Secondly, why is the blood of Christ so necessary? The blood of Jesus is necessary because there is life in the blood. There is life in the blood. Without blood, one cannot have life. In Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11, it says, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement. Underline that word, atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes, here the word is again, atonement for the soul. Now, just as the blood of animals temporarily covered a person's sins in the Old Testament, when they sin again, guess what? They had to get another goat, a sheep, a dove, or something to sacrifice for that sin, that new sin that they have just committed. However, in the New Testament, Jesus, the ultimate sacrifice, died as the Lamb of God and divine substitute to permanently take away sins. It is on the basis of his shed blood that God offers salvation, atonement, and forgiveness of sin to all who accept him by faith. Now listen closely. Just as we need blood for physical life, all of us have blood running warm in our bodies. Just as we need blood uh, in our physical bodies, we also need blood for spiritual life. Not your blood, but the blood of Jesus Christ. You say, I do. Let me just give you a scripture to really drive it home. And some people even choke on this scripture because Jesus is so graphic with his body and with his blood. In the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verses 53 and 54, it says, Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Now, you know the Pharisees and scribes, and Sadducees, they choked on that. Oh, cannibalism! Oh, man, they almost passed out, I imagine. Verse 54, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Now, listen closely, because perhaps you've not seen this passage before, or some of you perhaps have seen it, but you don't understand it. Here, the Lord was using his own physical body and blood to teach a spiritual truth. Okay, I said again, the Lord is using his own physical body and blood to teach a spiritual truth, which was to believe in him alone to receive salvation. When Jesus says, eat my flesh and drink my blood, he is saying that all who partake of Christ by faith, believing in his death on the cross as the final sacrifice for sin, will be saved and have everlasting life. That's what that means. There is life in the blood of Jesus, spiritual life. 
There is power in the blood of Jesus. Wonder working power. We are blessed to serve a God who redeems us continually upon our repentant confession of our sins. Jesus alone can free us, atone us, forgive us, and reconcile us when we put all our faith and trust in Him alone. God's Word tells us to trust in the Lord with all our hearts, lean not to our own understanding, acknowledge Him in all our ways, and He will direct our paths. His shed blood makes it all possible. We serve an amazing God. So, there's life in the blood. And if you don't have the blood of Jesus Christ appropriated to your life, you don't have eternal life with God and you don't have a relationship with him. Number three, why is the blood so necessary? Humanity was estranged from God and the blood of Jesus Christ reconciled man back to God. Humanity was estranged from God and the blood of Jesus Christ reconciled man back to God. It's right here in the text that we read. Colossians 1 20 chapter 1 verse 20 says, and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood. The only way you can have peace with God is through the blood of his cross. Ephesians chapter two, verse 13 also says, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ. In other words, before receiving Christ, we were alienated from God. We were separated from God. We were estranged from God. We were as far from God as we could be. Reconciliation. You say, what is reconciliation? That's a nice doctrinal word. Reconciliation is the spiritual restoration of a broken relationship between God and man. Let me say that again because you're getting a lot of truth coming at you and I know a lot of you are documenting. Reconciliation is the spiritual restoration of a broken relationship between God and man. My friend, nothing in this world could reconcile man back to God but the blood of Jesus Christ. There's nothing you could do to, 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 to bring Peace with God, harmony with God, relationship with God, apart from the blood of Jesus Christ. Number four, why is the blood so necessary? We are justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter five, verse nine. It says, much more than having now been there, the word is justified. Say justified. And we were justified, says the scripture, by his blood. We shall be saved from the wrath through Jesus. If it wasn't for Jesus, we would receive the wrath of God. But because the blood of God has been applied to our life, uh, we do not uh, receive the coming wrath of God. We escape that wrath because we are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. Now you see the word justify. Say justify. Now the broader word is justification. Say justification. 
These are theolo- uh, this is a theological word that's very critical uh, to the Christian faith. To justify means to acquit. It means to acquit. It means to vindicate. To justify means to declare righteous, which is to free someone from a criminal charge by a verdict of not guilty. I say it again. To justify means to what? Acquit, vindicate, or to declare righteous, which is to free someone from a criminal charge by a verdict of not guilty. Because of the tremendous cost of our Savior's blood, it totally satisfied the righteous demands of a holy and just God and declared sinners righteous who believed in Christ alone for salvation, which saves us from the wrath of God. Because of the blood of Christ, anyone who repents and embraces the person and works of Christ on the cross will have their sins totally forgiven, will have their sins totally covered by the blood of our Lord and removed as far as the east is from the west as if they've never committed that sin. That's powerful, you all. Justification. Just as if I have never sinned. So we are justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's why it's so necessary. Why is the blood of... Jesus Christ so necessary. Number five, we have redemption through the blood of Christ. We have redemption through the blood of Christ. Ephesians chapter one, verse seven, eight says in him, pronoun him is for Christ. In him, we have redemption through his blood. Jesus came to shed his blood. Now, that's another theological word. We went from justification, say justification, Now say redemption. Redemption, redeem, same word. Redemption means buying back by payment of of a ransom price. Redemption means buying back by payment of a ransom price. The precious blood of Jesus was the ransom price that purchased us from the slave market of sin. I love what 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 5 through 6 says. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was man, God-man, is God-man, and will always forever be God-man, the man, Jesus Christ. Verse 6, who gave himself, look at the word, there it is, who gave himself as a ransom for all. Ransom for all. All who? All who would trust Jesus Christ for salvation to be testified in due time. In other words, if all of us in here, we were born captive to sin. We were born enslaved by sin. We were born in bondage to sin. And Jesus Christ came to shed his blood to liberate you, to emancipate you, to free you from the power of sin, the penalty of sin, uh, to, to break you free so that you can live up 
to your potential in Christ. Without the blood, you're still captive. Without the blood, you have no hope. Without the blood of Jesus Christ, you're not free. You're in bondage. You're, you're held captive. Satan has you bound in all kinds of sin because you don't have the liberating power of the blood to emancipate you. Why is the blood of Jesus so necessary? Number six, the children of God are protected by the blood of Jesus Christ. The children of God are protected by the blood of Jesus Christ. Exodus chapter 12, verse 23. Exodus 12, 23 says, for the Lord will pass through. You're going to hear more of that tonight in the Lord's Supper Passover. For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to strike you. Now, ooh, you know why some of your, your houses uh, have so much hell in it? So much friction? Fathers against sons, mothers against daughters, husbands against wives, fussing and cussing and screaming. There's a war zone in the house. And you know why? Because the presence of God is not in that house. The, the protection is not in that house. And you, you're not, you're not praying in that house. You're not abiding by godly spiritual principles in that house. And maybe in that house, some of you who say you're Christians are saying you're Christian. It's a sad faith, but you don't have a genuine, authentic faith. And everything you do is indicative of the fact that you haven't really been born again. Because when you've really been born again, you'll be a loving husband, a loving wife. You'll be parents who will bring your children up in the Lord. That's right. You will, you will be a peacemaker and not a peacebreaker. Your home will exude the love of God, huh? the grace of God, the mercy of God, to the glory of God. Let me tell you something. The blood of Jesus in your home protects your own house. Protects your house. Let me tell you something. That security system can't protect you. You say, well, I got a gun in my house. That, that can't, that's not your ultimate protection. You can have 50 guns and still die in a shootout. Huh? You know, I, some of you all have a false sense of security. Well, I know how to fight, and I know judo, and I know con what you call it? What's, what's that, Marcus? They call it what? What's that stuff they, they fight with? So what is the name? Jitsu and Jitsu and all these other Jitsu. Well, you have all those Jitsus and Usus. I got Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my house. That's right. I pray the blood of Jesus over my house. You get that house protected by Jesus, you won't have to reach for that gun. That's right, because your house is covered by the blood. And some things that could happen to your house won't happen to your house. It's too much blood all over the house. Anybody hanging with me? There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing like the blood of Jesus. He says, I will pass. Look, look, 
and not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to strike you. Now, just as the blood of the lamb protected the children of Israel from physical death by the destroyer, the blood of Jesus protects his children from spiritual death. The children of Israel, you know, why did they have, why could not the destroyer destroy Israel in those homes? It's because they were covered by the blood. But it's something else too in that. You know what else too? You know another reason they didn't get, they didn't get destroyed? Go back to the instructions. See, y'all read the Bible too fast. The law will pass through to you and strike the Egyptians when you, when he sees the blood on the lintel, huh? And on the what? How many? Two, what? Doorposts, huh? The law will pass over the doors. Now, there's something there. The children of Israel were saved by the blood they were also saved by following God's instructions. Now he told them how to put the blood on, where to put the blood on. Now some of y'all say it don't take all that. I can see some of y'all talking about, I'm gonna just put a little bit up here. God's, God's, God's an all-seeing God. I'm gonna just put something right here and that, that'll, be, that, that'll be enough. And he'd have, he'd have swept through and taken away your firstborn. <laughs> see, they were saved because of the instructions. They obeyed God's instructions. They carried out God's instruction. As a result, they were protected by the blood, which saved them from the destroyer because of their obedience to God. In the same manner, the Lord protects us today if we listen to God's word and follow his instructions. As Pastor Rander concludes part one of this two-part series, let us respond to Jesus Christ's priceless sacrifice, freely given for our salvation, through never-ending praise, obedience to His Word, belief in His birth, burial and resurrection, thankfulness for our salvation, and remembering that the blood of Jesus will never lose its power. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.